0: face-to-face healthy relationship talk radio with one of the leading specialists and foremost authorities in healthy techniques in relationships learn why honor beauty leadership and self-help is important for your empowerment get practical information on why you attract your opposite with balancing self-love and health also listen to proven strategies to avoid major relationship mistakes that keep you bonded and push people away now here's your relationship specialist and host dia six
1: Hey, I'm sitting up here and I am grooving geniuses. What's going on? How are you? I'm wishing everyone love, prosperity, light, and happiness. You know, I have to do that, right? Because I really, truly, truly mean that. And you know what? I hope that I'm not the only one who wakes up and understands and comprehend how blessed I am. I'm hoping that my geniuses, you guys, Y'all feel blessed. Right. And it, and this is one thing, because one time there was a point where I didn't feel blessed in my life. And this was just after I had my second son. And I had no idea, though, that I was going through postpartum, you guys. Right. And when I tell you that I was depressed without even knowing it, I mean, I felt good. But at the same time, there was like a depression, a confused. I was confused about something. Can't really remember. But guess what I did? I took the time out to look at everything around me and I snapped right out of it. So anyone who feels that they are not blessed right now, nine times out of 10, I'm just telling you, you're not looking hard enough. Okay. Would you agree? Please agree. (laughs) Sometimes we have to just sit back and really pay attention to details in our life. Anyways, where are my matters? Where are my manners? Welcome to Face to Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Okay. And if you are new to the show, I'm your host. And you best believe I run this here. <laughs> I'm your host, Daya Six. And I have, you know what? Oh, let me explain this because I have so many individuals. And I said, I'm going to go ahead and address it on this show. They say, Daia, what is face-to-face healthy relationship talk radio? What exactly is it? You know, and I'm going to just clear it all up right now. Okay. Let me clear my throat for this, you know, because it's very dear to me. (laughs) No, healthy relationship talk radio, you guys, is about love, period, period. Hands down, this is a love show, but we have to comprehend that love isn't just about relationships, okay, with your significant other. other, It never begins there. Love comes in all forms, first of all, and it comes It comes in food, it comes with your pets, it comes with parenting, it comes, God darn it, in your plants, your job, for God's sake, and anything, pretty much with anything that you do. So I created this show because I wanted people to appreciate and understand, develop, and empower themselves, okay? You should have love for anything that you do. However, for all those things to exist in your life that you want, um... Uh, you know, that you want to be uh, a happy in, right? You have to make sure that you have to live a fruitful and prosperous life. And this means in order to really be happy in any of those things that I just mentioned, your vibration has to be on an elevated frequency, okay? That allows you to experience love on a certain level. And this means... That headspace, i.e., that mind, has to be developed properly because relationships aren't just the idea of something or the idea of someone, it is having a mental marathon with self, right? And if you can't run that marathon by yourself, how dare you involve anyone else? Because when you get that headspace right, it is a universal law that everything else follows. Do you understand? That means your actions. That means your body overall, your lifestyle, okay? So that's what HRT Radio is about, okay, you guys? And that's what I'm here to do, to help you and empower in so many ways. And, you know, I bring trailblazers up on this show. Um, I'm a trailblazer myself. I go against the grain every single time, right? I'm a disruptor, right? So now you know. Now, I know I'm rambling on, but I just want to do that. So let's find out what today's show is about. (sighs) Today's topic is TNA and no, that is not tits and ass. A lot of people always say, oh, it's going to be. No, that's not it. (laughs) But That's what most people say TNA is about. It's texting and arguing. We have live text messages from real beings with real life arguments. And when I tell you. You don't want to miss this show because we got some juicy text messages, you guys. Oh, my God. I want you to keep in mind that some of these text messages are going to express rage. They're going to express probably some deceitfulness. And the list goes on. Okay. We have the perfect examples of some of that right here in some of these text messages. Okay. And I want to say thank you to all of those that volunteered to send me those text messages to be read on air. And some of those names will not be. Mention okay, we have a text from friends arguing about their friendship, a booty call argument over sending nude pics, and a baby mama and baby daddy arguing over their child. I wonder how spicy all this stuff is going to get, you guys. <laughs> and so today I'm playing a different role. I have to play the position of the text police. I'm the text police. <laughs> Okay? Because there's going to be some cursing and foul words. And guess what, you guys? I'm grown and I'm going to repeat everything that's in the text. All right? Here's a disclaimer if you are under the age of 18, you are not allowed to listen to this episode due to adult language and content because this episode may contain sexual oriented adult material, which may be offensive to some viewers and listeners. Okay? So, are you guys ready? Because you may have to cover your mouth. Or some of those, you know, from some of those text messages, but I'm about to get started and I am, um, we're going to have fun. This is going to be some type of, uh, we're going to have, yeah, we're going to have adult fun. So Roy, (laughs) I don't know if I'm ready for this. (laughs) Nah, I'm ready. Let's go. All right, so arguing, right, via text message is never the situation. You want to put yourself into, you know, a situation where if you feel like an argument is going to, you know, birth itself, you better pause and make a call. Because there are so many things that are misinterpreted, not could be misinterpreted, but are misinterpreted. So instead of going through them, you know, all those things, um, we'll talk about that a little later in the show because I have a clip that I want to explain to you guys that will explain all of that, okay? And uh, um, I did a show called "Why Texting Ruins Relationships," and um, you guys can go listen to that uh, later. That's a, I think that was a really pretty good show. I got a lot of compliments on that show, okay? Why texting ruined relationships? You guys can go back and listen to that. But I want to and I, oh yeah, here we go. And I also want to play a game. So if someone writes me or texts me, what you guys don't know is out of these three text messages that I will be reading, one of them belonged to moi. <laughs> and I decided to share with you guys because you guys know that I am transparent. I um I walk my walk. I talk my walk, walk my talk, all of that. I'll let you choose. um. But I'm not ashamed of anything that I do. And I will tell you this, no one has ever walked this face like, walk, walk this earth, excuse me, and said that Daea did them wrong or dirty or, you know, stabbed them in the back. I just don't have that type of reputation. And I am very proud of that. Thank God to my mother for raising me right. So, being that I'm the text police, I'll call exactly what texting, what all these texting situations create, okay, which are uh, two different things. And that is fantasy and friction. Texting creates two things, you guys, fantasy or friction friction. So you guys ready to get into this first scenario? (gasps) Okay. So right now we have Tina who is 39 and the garbage man who is 36. So this is what she said to me. She says, I met this guy online and decided to meet with him because I thought he was so cute with, of course, a decent job. Now let me add that on his profile page, his profession said garbage man. So I thought, cool, a good wholesome guy with a decent job. Fast forward to our date. My girlfriend and I are riding in his car because he said he wanted something to eat and he was not ready to let me go that night. Might I add that I thought he was cute within 20 minutes of seeing him. On first sight, he really wasn't my type. But I like the way he handled me on the dance floor, so it became nice. Might I add that this is a brother in an all-black tinted windows charger. Okay, charger. Okay, that's a car. Um, Yeah, she said it was a charger. Nothing but pure man machine. And here he is speeding on a Saturday night. I told him to slow down because cops pray the streets here in Los Angeles, and he never slowed down. The only thing he did was put on his eye-seeing glasses and proceeded to speed (laughs) even a little bit more. Anyways, we danced that night. We chilled. Vibes were good. We talked, and next thing you know, it was 2 o'clock in the morning. It was time to get home, and he tried to keep me out even later than that. Can you believe that? Like, what the fuck? Fast forward, he starts sending me messages about how much he was digging me, and he finally revealed he was a detective. Straight law enforcement. Can you believe that? But that wasn't the problem. Here's the problem. He started sending me pictures of his dick. He wants me to also send pictures of my ass. And my vajayjay. But he ain't my man. He just claims he want to be. He gets no privilege. From me. He decided. To put. Hold on you guys. He decided to put us. seeing together on ice. And I didn't give a hell. Even though I was filling him. Don't know how much he was feeling me. And now he's talking about since he sent me a few dick pics, I should return the favor. And in return, I said no. But he said since he's a visual creature, he doesn't see how we can even move on from here. He never picks up his phone and call even after I told him that this texting situation was full of shit. All right, you guys. Stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to deal more with this situation and find out what happened. It's about to get you. See, oh my goodness. Don't you go nowhere. I know it's going to be explicit, you guys.
0: Stay connected with DAEA 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques. Right here on face-to-face healthy relationship talk radio.
2: Ladies, have you ever wanted to create a successful platform and a voice for yourself? Do you believe in leadership, diversity, and equality? If you're between the ages of 18 to 30, by October, Miss Indigenous International Beauty Pageant invites you. Come, compete, and represent your country in the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty, and the first to do it globally. Teach the world while serving your community. Imagine yourself being the planet's Miss Indigenous. Finally, the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman. Hurry, space is limited. Go to MissIndigenous.com and apply now.
3: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond.
2: With Christmas dinner around the corner, it's time to make a plan to not overeat while still enjoying your favorite foods and the wonderful celebration. If you find yourself at a party or dinner, Remember to save your calories. Appetizers can really add the calories up, and the next thing you know, you are overindulging. The average turkey dinner is 3,500 calories, which translates to one whole pound for one meal. Don't let mindless pre-meal eating sabotage your efforts to stay nutritionally sound and to keep your eating light. Think before you pop those bite-sized appetizers into your mouth. Unless they are so good and you are willing to skip something at the dinner table, it's best to bypass the appetizers. Save your calories for the special dinner so you can enjoy your favorite foods. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Baby, I've been thinking about you.
0: Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Dia Six.
1: All right, you guys. So, you guys ready? Cause it is about to get a little juicy, a little retarded up in here. <laughs> okay. So we we gotta say that, um, you know, she. Of course, this is Tina, who's 39, so she's a little bit older than this garbage man. And then come to find out, he said that he was the garbage man. And uh, lo and behold. I guess what he means by being a garbage man, being a detective, maybe he takes out the bad guys, you know, the trash. I don't know. But let's continue, you guys, you ready? Okay. So where did I leave off? Oh, so she said, "Hey, he's not my man." And it and and he wanted to he wanted her to send him a picture because he said, "Hey, I'm a visual creature and I need something to remit remi- um I need something to remind I don't know what the heck I, I'm just trying to ad lib here basically he wanted her to send a picture okay but anyways she said he never picks up the phone and call even after even after I told him that texting was full of shit I wanted him to pick up the phone and call me once in a while and after trying to help him with some of his physical problems he said that he just wanted to be friends so of course I was cool with that because he said that he cannot picture himself being a lover and not a friend. I don't really understand what that means, but we're going to try to comprehend all of that. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry you guys, let me back up. She said they can't if they if they can't be lovers, then they can't be friends. There we go. That's what he said. He tells me to and then he told me to never call him again out of the blue. Now, I really got upset at this dude because I always let him come and go as he pleased. I wasn't really quite impressed with the way he was treating our friendship that he so-called said he wanted a relationship. And guess what? When he said that he didn't want to talk to me any longer, a part of me knew that he was going to return because I felt a certain connection that he and I had. So let's for To what she said to him, because you guys, she went ahead and sent something. She said, so I thought that I would never talk to him again. But before I decided to go that route, I decided to send this text. And this is the text that I sent him. She says, all right, this is Tina. She says, hold on. You want to be. Love me long time, Latina lover. How dare you come at me aggressive for no reason? I've been nothing but nice to you and you have the audacity to come at me like this? You fucking male slut. I hope someone takes your badge and shove it up your donut and tortilla eating ass. I've let you come and go as you please, even after you've said this and that, even after You've said that we were going to be friends. Now, I'm going to help you stay away, you fuck face. <laughs> These are her words, you guys, okay? She says, don't fucking call my phone again. And when you ever think about dialing my number, I want you to remember that I said this to you. I want you to remember that I said you are an aggressive dog, and every time you look at a male dog, I want you to pay attention to his nutsack. And remember, wait a minute, hold on, you guys, hold on. I am just reading what the text that she sent to me. Okay. Oh my goodness, I didn't proofread all of this stuff, but I said I'm, I was gonna go hardcore. Okay. I want you to pay attention to the dog's nutsack, is what she said. And remember that your home belongs there and nowhere else. Oh, and like NWA said, fuck the police. <gasps> that is what this girl said. She is hardcore. Look, you guys, my, my producer said, wow, Roy, Roy, you said, wow, this is a lot. Look, I am up in here sweating, okay? She says, anyways, he stopped calling. <laughs> All right, And I went on with my life. She said, and a year later, this is what happened. First of all, I can't believe after that conversation between the two of them that they would even have, you know, a certain type of um, a connection. All right. Uh, first of all, ladies, if you have a man that is constantly thank you Roy have a man that is constantly pushing you to do something like send nude pictures and he hasn't even taken you out on a date or given you a gift uh he hasn't even like done certain things guess what you guys if it's making you uncomfortable that's a red flag it reveals that the person who's asking or demanding is selfish okay so women if any of you guys are going through that hey you better put up that red flag and stop um it also shows that neither one of them is respecting each other. Well, it shows that she was respecting him in a sense, and she was like, "Okay, just going with the flow." Seems like you know she was like, um, "You know, this could be a friend, possible lover, but maybe she was moving too slow for him." So it looks like that he really wasn't even respecting her time. She's clearly explaining, you know, that you know he was clearly explaining that you know he wanted more. And these are things, I guess, that he couldn't ignore. And the reason why is that when you get a selfish person, they are focusing on what they want and can't even hear what you want. Okay? So that kind of kind of backed up his selfishness on what I was talking about. I should have asked for pictures, you guys. Then I probably could have broke the person down, like, even more because then I could see if there's selfishness that is, like, lingering or if it's dominant in his face. Anyways. Um, oh, and the part that... I think, Tina, next time you should do is, I know that you were hurt because you're like, how dare he, you know, send me this kind of text. And I've been nothing but a friend for him. So I kind of feel, you know, where you were coming from. But we have to be a little bit more mature than that. Okay. So we have a clip, right? We have, we got time, right, Roy? Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead and do we have time? Okay, yes, we're going to go ahead and play this clip. You guys, I want you guys to listen to this. And this is Naina Seer. and I think and myself. Well, actually, is this myself? I think this is me. I don't know what I'm getting ready to play. Let's just roll it out. (laughs) It's a fun day today. Okay, so I'm going to give you guys a food for thought. And in this food for thought, we're going to talk about the 10 reasons why you should never fight over text And this is by Beauty and Tips Magazine. First of all, fighting is never fun, but at least when you are fighting face to face, you can see a person's reaction to what you have just said. And remember, cyber has a way of making matters worse without solving a thing. So let's get into these 10 reasons, shall we? Number one. You don't know how the other partner is reacting when you are texting. You can't see the other person's face and measure their reactions. For all you know, that last text that you sent them could have cut them really deep like a sharp knife, even if you didn't mean it to, right? Number two, you can't read tone of voice in a text. There are some things that you can do with a text to convey a tone of voice like putting your text in capital letters. But it is easy for the tone of a text to be misunderstood. And it's almost impossible to portray sarcasm in a text. So the words are quite likely going to be taken literally. Number three, the argument is being recorded. Remember that anything you say in a text is going to be on their phone for them to study later. And that can mean that when you think the argument is all over and forgotten, the smoke is still active. And this smoke might come back to suffocate your relationship. Number four, you won't really be looking at what the text says. Come on, when you are firing off angry text messages, you are hardly going to sit back and proofread it before you press send. And that means that the autocorrect could have changed your words and you won't even notice it. And it could have changed the whole meaning of the text. Number five, you can't express yourself properly in a short text. You can't possibly text it in the same way as if you would have said it because you simply don't have the space to type it that way. And some of us don't even have the patience, right? Number six, the fight will last much longer you could be firing nasty messages back and forth to each other all day and still not come to an understanding so why waste all that time waste that time for what number seven you can't be sure who else is reading your text messages you can never be sure that that person that you're texting to isn't sitting in a bar with their friends letting them in on an argument that's going on between the two of you and number eight you can't know what they're doing when you text fight okay it's quite likely that neither of you will be focused on what you're really saying. That means that neither of you is really putting a lot of thought into what you are saying, therefore, what you're sending. So you are more likely to say something that you'll later regret. And number nine, the fight could end abruptly. It's so easy to fire off a text and then regret it. Now, you might send one in haste, that ends the relationship, and then you know that person just may turn their phone off because they're toning their phone, fo- they're turning their phone off in anger, right? Then you never get the chance to say that you didn't mean it and put things right again. Oh my goodness. Number 10, finally, you can't kiss and make up after. You can't really say sorry properly, okay? So you can send a text that says sorry or I love you. But that's not the same as ending an argument face to face. So what's the moral of this, Ninasir? All this is the only way to really talk about a serious issue is to do it face to face, or in the very least, in a proper telephone conversation. Darn it, we have FaceTime these days. There's nothing greater than seeing the expression of someone's face when you see that they are expressing their sincerity. Now that's food for the soul. And I just gave you a food for
3: thought. Right here on HRT Radio. Oh, and before I forget. Make sure you check us out on Speakers, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. There's lots of trailblazing information. That your parents, friends, and doctors never tell you. That you can get right here. Also follow me on Instagram and check out what me and my crew are doing under official underscore Seer. Uh-oh. Gotta go.
0: You got the mic, mix. six.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Nai. All right. So you guys, that was a food for thought with me and Nasir. And we're talking about what texting does and why you should not argue over, um, you know, when, you, when when there's a um, discussion that, or shall I say a heated discussion, there's no reason to argue Via text, because there's so many things that get misconstrued up in there. And trust me, I have, I've done it. Stay tuned, because then I'm going to give you guys the last result of this, and we're going to go into more real-life text messages, okay? Don't you go nowhere, because it's about to get juicy. Get your cups out.
0: Stay connected with Dia 6 for more information on practical tips, proven strategies, and healthy techniques, right here on Face-to-Face Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. Attention, ladies. Would you like to create a platform for your success? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Intelligence, a leader, or trendsetter? What about a queen? well if you're between the ages of 18 to 30 by october miss indigenous international beauty pageant is looking for you to come represent your country it's the only pageant glorifying women with natural hair and beauty and the first to do it globally come create value and make a difference while serving your community finally the luxurious feeling of being a real beautiful woman Hurry, space is limited. Beat the early bird deadline. Go to www.missindigenous.com. Apply now.
3: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond.
2: Exercising every day is your goal and the lifestyle that you aspire to. But that does not mean that you have to work out in full force every single day. It's important that you enjoy your activity and look forward to it. If you push yourself too hard too often, you will deplete your energy reserves and will likely not keep up with your daily exercise. I encourage you, though, to designate some of your exercise sessions as fully engaged workouts, where you are all in and giving it your all. You are upping your effort and pushing yourself to the next level. Workouts like that leave you refreshed and invigorated. Picking up the pace in your workout Whether you are swimming laps, running, biking, or walking, we'll give you an awesome workout. Being fully engaged in your workout pays back fantastic dividends. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook. Baby, I've been thinking about you.
0: Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Dia Six.
1: Yo, 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 what's going on? You hear how I said that? Yo, yo, yo. All right. So anyways, you guys, let's move on because we have a couple more text messages that we actually have to get into. So with all of that being said, like I said, women, you know, when you got a man doing that, just, hey, red flags, throw it up. Stop. All right. So she says, anyways, he stopped calling and I went on with my life. And a year later, this is what happened. So now I'm about to read another text that they did. And he said, hey, Tina, this is the garbage man. We'll call him the garbage man, okay? Um, hope you and your family have been well. Now, he texted her a whole year later. Why in the hell would he do this after their argument? Um, this could be one or two things. One, he understood that he kind of fucked up, right? Two, he's so lonely and desperate that he's actually willing to reach out to some of his exes to see what he can get out of them. All right. Um, And this works both ways, people. So next thing you know, she didn't respond. And I'm looking here. You guys, I'm looking at the text like this was Monday, December 4th at 1036 a.m. Okay, she didn't respond. So next thing you know, he waited two weeks and he sent another text. And this text, he, t- he sent it at 11:18 p.m. And just like she said, on Sunday, January 14th, it's a dick pic. What the hell? <laughs> he did. He sent it. The, and then underneath the dick pic, he says, Stop being scary. And so she finally responded a day later on Monday and said, when are you going to stop sending me messages from made up numbers and why another dick pic? So, of course, they go into, you know, that this is his number. um, And then he says, can I see you tonight or tomorrow? Now, I'm wondering if they even had the conversation about exchanging words and being cray cray with each other. This is why I say, you guys, that relationships can get complicated when you have mature people involved. OK. Um, can, and so he says, can I see you tonight or tomorrow? She didn't respond on Monday, Tuesday. He says hello at 813 in the morning and then she still didn't respond Tuesday at 10 2 p.m. He says, Tina, she didn't respond until 1130. P.m. And she says, yo, and at that point, did he respond January? Nope, nope, nope. And check this out. 16th, 17th, 18th. Okay. He responded two days later and said, Tina. And she goes, what's up? Her? He says, I miss you. Send me a picture. Now, she says, you got your nerves. What the fuck? He says. Tina, I want to see you. She doesn't respond. Now, this is Friday at 4.01 p.m. Friday comes across at 6 p.m. He sends question marks like, yo, what's going on? Sat- she doesn't respond. He texts again at Saturday. He says, what's up, babe? What you doing? They haven't even had a conversation. And this is a detective here in Los Angeles, California. And then he says, we can't fix this. We on two different paths. Let's leave it as it is. Okay, this is cray-cray to me all right and i don't understand and know but she said that she wasn't comfortable with all of this and that things just pretty much got out of hand with the two of them um but she said i did play around with him a little bit i don't know you guys it's it's you know a little crack crack but i said you know what let's move on to you know we have a caller Oh, my goodness, that was a lot for me to take in. <laughs> that was a lot for me to take in, but I told you guys we were going to have some fun. So anyways, Roy, I know you said that we have a caller. Let's go ahead and bring our call- caller on. Let's see what this caller wants to say. Who do we have, Ronnie?
3: Hey, yes, it's Ron.
1: What's up, Ron? How are you?
3: Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. It's a great show and a great topic. Great show and a, show wild, and that a was great... wild story. <laughs>
1: that was, right? Now, let me explain something to you. Do you? Uh, well, first of all, Ronnie, are you married or are you single? I'm married. Uh, you are married. Okay. So before, yeah. though, before you were married, were cell phones out or no? How long you been married? Cell
3: phones was definitely well, eight years. So, yeah. I guess my question for you and the listeners and the readers is wait, wait! wait no, no,
1: no, 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 no! I'm asking you a question
3: first. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm right, trying.
1: I'm, try, I'm going to ask you a personal question, man. You got to stay oh. with me. Okay. So my question is, how long have you been married? Eight years. Eight years. Okay. Oh, you know what? Back then, before, I don't think that people were even able to send dick pics eight years ago. No. Because the pictures came in with Android and iPhones. That's when things started getting technical, I mean, you know, techie and you could, you know, touch screen. But eight years ago, there wasn't touch screens. You see what I'm saying? But I'm going to ask you a personal question. Would you ever send a, if you were single and you weren't married, you know, on a scale from one to ten, would you send a dick pic?
3: Uh, No, never. I wouldn't want that going across the Internet and people saving it and sending it around. And my son has did it several times, and I told him to stop doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So the new generation, the younger generation, don't mind doing it. I'm in my late 40s, so I wouldn't do that. But I think the, the new generation, they don't see no problem in it. It's like a normal to them.
1: It is normal to them, isn't it? It's like sending a goddamn selfie. Okay, so what question do you have for me? Go for it.
3: Yeah, that's my question. So I was thinking, since you're talking about text, when Mm -hmm. is a good time in a relationship for, uh, would would you, if you would, give out your passcode to the cell phone to your significant other?
1: Okay, to your significant other. Now that right there, do you know that that is a relationship breaker? A lot of the times, like over 45% of relationships break up because of the goddamn cell phone. Okay. And this is when okay, thank you so much, Roy. And so this is this this is this is the thing, you guys. When you are in a relationship and you're talking about commitment and you're talking about being serious with a person like you see a lifestyle with them, you see a future with them, it is okay to give up that passcode right then and there. And let me tell you, because in a relationship, you want to be transparent. And a lot of people say, well, goodness gracious, that's, the, that's my own personal business, Ronnie, right? But let me explain something to you. When you're in a relationship, there is no separate business. If there's separate business, guess what? You can't grow and build your domain. So if you're willing to share your thoughts you're willing to share your body fluids, you're willing to share your body. you're willing to share your home, your bed. You're willing even to share a god-darn bath. Why wouldn't you sh- share a goddamn cell phone passcode? That makes no sense whatsoever. And I can't say that you should start doing this at three, six, nine, 12 months a year in. You do it when you know that the person that you are with... You have a future with them. Because let me explain something to you. One thing about human beings is human beings are quick to come up with illusions and delusions all the time. We cannot help it. It's who we are. It's how we're made. And when you are not transparent in a relationship where people can't really tr- truly see you and they got to come up with their own ideas, guess what? How much of that is going to be an illusion? Probably 50%, if not all of it, depending on how, sh- depending on how strong that person's mental state is. Do you understand? So when you're talking about somebody that you care about and you love, and then let's talk about this. If you love and care, them, they should know everything that's going on about you, right? Because what if something in the streets happens to you, and the last thing on where any cop or anyone who's trying to track you down and find out where you at is in your phone? but. You got a passcode on your phone, so she can't even get into your phone to find out where your last location is or whatever the case may be. Half-witted, stupid, and if you you come into a relationship where you're talking about that you're serious, but you can't share your passcode, guess what? Red flag on you, and I would dupe a person on the head for doing something like that because you're actually being something in a relationship that you really don't want to be, and you have to be transparent in a relationship. Did that answer your question?
3: oh no, yeah i to I, say I actually agree. uh, just my quick cool little story. I left my cell phone at a restaurant and I was yeah. miles and miles away and my wife I told her to go back and get it, and when she went back and get it, they wouldn't give her the phone, and she's like, "Are you sure?" And she was like, "Yeah, that's my husband's phone, and it was like she like she grabbed the phone and put the passcode in, and they went, "Oh <laughs> he got the." Pass- Oh, right, that's my husband. Oh, right. <laughs> so they couldn't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah. all I wanted to say. But that's a good topic to
1: Ah, uh, <laughs> and you see, uh, that's what, the show. Yeah, thank you so much. And that's what I'm talking about, Ronnie. Because you know, if you weren't even, what if you were um, out of state and you needed some really potent and information from that phone that was going to help you get to the next level on a business card. You could have been in another country for that matter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And your wife went in there and proved it. And I want to thank you for being a husband that shares your passcode with your wife, because sometimes it could be a life and death situation, a business or no business situation. And if you're in a relationship, your wife should have your back from A to Z, not A to P. You know what I'm saying? No password. Yeah. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Oh,
3: yeah, so, thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for calling. <laughs> yeah. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about, you guys. All right? When you are in a relationship, you have to be transparent. You, can't, you have to be see-through like a glass bottle. You see what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, not giving someone you love your passcode. If you got something to hide from someone who you claim you love, oh, my God. God, I wonder what you got to hide for someone that, who you don't claim you love. You know, that's that's uh, what they call it a uh, Sybil, That's a civil mentality. That's the crazy lady with the schizophrenia type thing. Don't be schizophrenic in your relationship. Let loose and be brave enough to let loose. See, not everybody's brave enough to let loose in relationship. You guys, you see what I'm saying? And, and this is why relationships are failing. If you don't want your relationship to fail, guess what? You got to do something. That the rest of the relationships aren't doing. And that is letting your partner see through you. Okay. So anyways, I'm tired of that. We're going to go ahead and move on, you guys. And so um, I forgot where we had left off. Oh, it was the I was reading you guys's um, the text messages. So as you know, he said, shoot me that pitch of you in a thong, babe. And on another note. I want to see you and the girls. You never shown me them. And she says, of course, I've never shown you them because you never you never proved to me that you were serious. So he says, are you done? She says, yes. He says, I'll send you a picture. Will you return the love? So here's a man that's always sending dick pics. Right. To Tina, the garbage man, the detective. And he and she says, "Uh, no, I'm not sending you a picture of my ass and I'm not sending you a picture of my titties oh so he want a picture of the titties too he says okay we spinning wheels again you're going to be down for me Tina or what who says this in their 30s who says this I want to throw up you guys stay tuned we'll be right back with more text
3: messages
0: stay connected with Dia6 for more information on practical tips proven strategies and healthy techniques Right here on face-to-face, healthy relationship talk radio.
1: Did Scotch tape originate in Scotland? Nope. The popular gift wrapping tape was actually developed right here in the United States. In 1926, the Minnesota Mining and Manufacturing Company, 3M, was being a bit rapacious, trying to save a little scratch or money, and started using a cheaper adhesive on their sticky tape. A Detroit automaker ordered some of this newer, cheaper tape to use for spray painting auto bodies. But the automaker complained because the tape was scotch, a politically incorrect word that meant cheap or stingy. While the tape didn't have the adhesion to satisfy the automaker, it was hardly a G-Food jet. That's an unnecessary thing. It had many other uses, as we all know. So the tape was kept in production, and the name Scotch just
3: stuck. It's marching
1: I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging
2: your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words.
3: It's the Fitness Minute, with fitness expert, Annette Hammond.
2: Most diet soft drinks have zero calories and are virtually harmless if you drink them on a regular basis, right? Wrong. The New York Times reports that studies have suggested that diet soft drinks may be linked to type 2 diabetes, abdominal obesity, high blood pressure, and other risk factors. An analysis published in the Journal of General Internal Medicine found that diet and regular soft drink consumption were both associated with a number of risk factors for cardiovascular disease. They state that even after controlling many of those risks, the researchers found that daily consumption of diet soda was still independently associated with an increased risk of stroke, heart attack, and death. Bottom line, omit drinking diet sodas altogether or drink them only on special occasions. I'm Annette Hammond. Baby, I've been thinking about you.
0: Now, back to the only show educating you with the face-to-face system and opposites attract connection. Here's your host, Dia Six.
1: <laughs> okay, you guys, so we got to really truly move on. It's, it's, I mean, I, when I tell you that this show is flying by, it really is. So let's finish up and finish up this text. So he says, I want he said, yes, at the very minimum, I'm trying to tongue you down. He says, you going to cook tonight. You want to go out and have dinner. And she says, "Uh, no, I had leftovers, LOL. And she says, you want to tongue me down? And he says, yes, of course. And she says, you want to take me out? Why do you always ask me at the last minute or you always ask me the night of? Can you just drop what you're doing and leave your kids? Because I can't. Maybe you should just take me out on my birthday or on a weekend or something. Dinner would be cool. so here's a woman after all of this she still decides to give him a chance let's see if he let's see if he blows it or not you guys. so he says, well, I'm sorry for doing that. I am free tonight though missing you. This is not how you court a woman after she went ahead and told you to she opened up the door for this man to come in. you see what I'm saying selfish self-centered me 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 it's all about me 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 you guys this men do not. Do this. Do you understand? And then he turns around and says, send me a sexy picture. The very next day, I'll send you mine. <laughs> she did not respond. Okay. And then on February 27th at two, on Tuesday, he says, waiting. She says, I'm not sexy. You should move on to the next girl. He says, um, okay. She said, he says, um, okay. I see you're off your meds again. He says, I hate LA County. So she says, what do you mean you hate L.A. County? Do you want to call me? He says, the reason why I hate L.A. County is because they be skimming on people's meds and then law enforcement have to deal with you people. She says, you people? What do you mean by that, sir? Who am I? You, meaning you own meds, he said. We were cool la- We were cool for the last couple of days or so, and now all of a sudden you're tripping again on pictures. I'm asking you for it again, and you were just cool with it. In this text message, this man I, I did not see her say she was going to send him a nude shot. She's always said, I'm not sending you a nude shot. Do you understand? So let's go ahead and scroll down. She says, he says, I took a work pic today. So she says, oh, really? Go ahead and send it send it to me if you like. He says, you're going to send me a sexy picture of yourself? I'm home. I'm home. Horny as fuck. So she says, oh, so you must want me to come over with no panties on. He says, you serious? I'll leave work right now. He said, I swear to God, I'll leave work because me and my guys already filed our paperwork and we're just chilling. And yes, I'm serious about the picture. He says, are you going to send the picture? She doesn't say anything. He says, like, seriously, let's move on from this roadblock. She doesn't say anything. He says, seriously, she doesn't say anything. Then he texts one last time. I'll send you whatever you want. My body ain't a temple. <coughs> okay. Guy get a clue. This is Cray Cray. Do you do you guys understand that? This is Cray Cray. Um, and he hasn't even taken her out from dinner. Women, I'm gonna tell you right now, if a man has not taken you out to dinner, spent any time, you don't even know his last name or whatever the case may be, where he stays, you don't even know how many children he has. Don't you dare downgrade yourself. Make people work for you. And I'm not talking about working like a horse. Right. But just make people work for you, you guys. We're going to move on because we still have so much more to cover. But before we do, um, Roy, let's go ahead and get into the next clip. Um, and this is um, texting ruins relationship. This is a clip that I told you guys that I was going to share with you on why texting is dangerous all right when uh, especially when it comes to arguing and any other forms of communication as a society unfortunately you guys if we want things to work out in our favor we're gonna have to get rid of text messages unless we become you know robots then it'll work but i'm ready to play that clip roy the cell phone creates two things and that is fantasy or friction, okay? And why is this? It is because when you are dealing with a person in a relationship through texting, you are involving yourself with distant learning. That's the first thing. And distant communication is in existence, but it is in existence with the absence of record. Recognizing physical and emotional behaviors. So when people are talking and you can see them versus someone trying to communicate and they're just texting, it will create illusions. Remember, people understand what they are able to see. Okay. Words can create illusions and also fantasy based on your mood and your current suggestibility. All right. So your relationship should not ever involve distant learning with each other. Not if you want it to work that is okay. So even though study says that women will text to keep the attraction of their men or their opposite counterpart involved with them, they tend to find that those women who text versus communicate verbally and intellectually with the men that they love become very unhappy in their relationships. Okay? That has been a study. So when there is more texting in a relationship, there are more problems in a relationship because every single person, This is where you guys need to understand this. Every single person will put their current emotional state in their text messages. So if I send a text and I say, what's up, girl, what's up, chick, where you been? And if the person that I'm texting is in a bad mood, she's going to put her emotional state in that text, right? Right. So people misunderstand text messages because everyone texts from their personal mood that they are currently in. And everyone is suggestible to their own vocabulary, okay? But when you text someone, you are texting from what you're suggestible to and not from the person you are texting to suggestibility, right? So this means... That there's a huge amount of room for arguments, a huge amount of room for misunderstanding. And to tell you the truth, arguments will start more easily than if you were in each other's presence. All right. Because when you say something, your mood will also give another scenario. You know what I'm saying? Because like for and, and, and I know that my listeners can't see me. But t- but my Facebook viewers, you guys know that when, you know, you say, Mm-mm, I don't like that. There's a smile on my face. Right. Versus just the words. Mm-mm, I don't like that. Do you see the difference? Right. So this means that we always put ourselves in positions to have huge arguments unknowingly. But now, you know, and you are responsible for the information, you know. All right, you guys, that was me. And like I said, that was the uh, texting ruin relationships. You guys can go back and listen to that episode because I think that brought a little fire. But we're going to move on until uh, to the second scenario, which is Tesla, who is 40 and Vanessa, who is 42. These are two females. And this is about two women who were friends for over um, 16 years. And uh, the thing is, Tesla. And Vanessa pretty much grew to love each other, okay? Almost like sisters. So one particular time, and wait a minute, let me back it up. The whole time, Tesla is single. Vanessa is married, but, but Vanessa is very unhappy in her marriage. And for years, she's been telling Tesla that she wants to get out, that she wants to, you know, she wants to leave, you know, she deserves better, you know, the whole night. She's been saying that for years. So lo and behold... Vanessa got upset at Tesla because the one time that Tesla could not respond to her via text, based off of Vanessa's divorce, she took it personal because she said, "Tesla, if you was really my friend, you would be there for me." Okay, so we're gonna go into this text mess, this text message. Why am I? I think I need some water. Okay, thank you, Roy. I saw that. So. Vanessa says, hi, honey, check out your website and wanted to make sure you were aware of some of the typos that I saw. So come to find out. Tesla sent an email back to Vanessa, but Vanessa didn't get it because it said not delivered. See, look at that. You see what I'm saying? Okay. so let's move on. So then finally she sees and she resends. So uh, Tesla resends it again and she says, Okay, did you see where she so." Vanessa tells her exactly where. She says, I wanted to speak to you about it versus texting you, but you didn't pick up the phone. A verbal verbal conversation is way better than a text because texting just comes off critical. But I felt I had to let you know one way or the other, my friend. See, now this right here shows where Vanessa is very mature. She understands that texting, it can be sloppy. Texting can come off a certain way the whole night. I'm down with Vanessa at this point, right? So... Tesla says, thank you so much. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go ahead. Um, um, let's go ahead and talk, right? We still have a few things to do on the website, but I want to thank you so much. So I guess at this point, Tesla still didn't call Vanessa. She says, great. I was going to ask you if you had an editor or not. She says, oh, yeah, thanks, girl. This is cool. So now check this out. Vanessa asked Tesla, hey, give me a call when you have a moment, Okay. So come to find out, they finally get into a conversation, all right, and the conversation end up getting extremely heated, and this conversation here is really what pretty much put a strain on their relationships, but let me explain this to you guys. Just because you get in a heated conversation with your friend, your loved ones, your children, whoever the case may be, God darn it, even with yourself, It doesn't mean that that is the end of the relationship. It just means that somewhere, somehow there's conflict. And guess what? You're coming up to a resolution. You're coming up to an understanding. You're coming up to a breakthrough. That's all that matters. And a lot of people think that you have to argue to be right. Somebody has to be right in the argument. No. You argue to come to an understanding. And if that understanding is, hey, I don't agree with you, you don't agree with me, but I still love you, let's move on, then so be it. That's how you're supposed to express yourself in any type of relationship that you are in. And we're going to talk about it a little bit more because guess what, you guys? We are coming up on tunes. When we come back, we're still going to go through the baby daddy and the baby mama situation. Find out. And that one there is fire. You do not want to miss that. Y'all going to need water to put that conversation out. I'm telling you right now because I pre-looked over some of that. Don't you go anywhere because we got more. Information and conversation about arguing and texting.
0: Relationship Talk Radio. Join us next week, same time, same place, as DIA continues to give practical tools for simple, healthy face to face relationship living. Remember, relationships aren't hard if you have the proper tools to build you a solid foundation. Don't forget to visit FacingRelationships.com for further assistance. That's www.facingrelationships.com.